this bulletin, an indigenous leader and his campaigner blasts Peter Dadon on social media for misleading voters. Prime Minister Antonio Albanese to push the AUKUS deal on his visit to the United States. And a new app will help Australians make their homes more bushfire resilient. Indigenous leader and prominent years campaigner for the Indigenous Voice to Parliament, Thomas Mayo, says opposition leader Peter Dutton has a lot to answer for. It comes after the end of a week of silence from Indigenous Yes campaigners following the defeat of the voice referendum held on October the 14th. Mr. Mayo has told the Saturday Paper's 7am podcast social media played a very important role in getting the support of the government, but that support ended when the no campaign pushed a particular line. The social media was important to spreading the word and getting the momentum, the momentum to get one side of government to have the courage and vision to put it to the Australian people. And there was very little racism or attacks in that entire time. And it lifted when a leader of this country falsely claimed that it would re-racialise Australia. Prime Minister Antonio Albanese will push for progress on the AUKUS deal when he meets with U.S. President Joe Biden to discuss the Indo-Pacific region today. The Prime Minister has flown to Washington on Sunday for a four-day official visit to the U.S. for the ninth meeting between the two leaders since Mr. Albanese's election victory in 2022. Mr. Albanese has announced he will visit Beijing and Shanghai in November, the first visit by an Australian Prime Minister to China in seven years after recent breakthroughs in negotiations between the two nations. Mr. Albanese is keen to urge Mr. Biden to remain focused on the Indo-Pacific region despite tensions easing after the release of Australian journalist Xiong Lai and an agreement to suspend a WTO dispute over Chinese tariffs on Australian wine imports. Deputy Senate Opposition Leader Michaela Cash has told Channel 9 today she hopes Mr Albanese takes the opportunity to impress upon Mr Biden the importance of Australia's acquisition of nuclear-powered submarines. This was one of the signature policies of the former coalition government uh, and certainly the opportunity is there uh, to ensure that President Biden and the United States know just how important it is for our two countries to continue to work together to deliver. Aid workers are calling for many more trucks, humanitarian aid trucks, to enter Gaza to address urgent shortages in supplies of food, water and medicine. United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres has called for a much greater supply after it was confirmed that an additional 14 trucks have entered Gaza through the Rafah crossing with Egypt. The delivery of humanitarian aid at the crossing between Egypt and the Gaza Strip was halted on Sunday after shelling close by, with an Israeli Defense Force spokesperson later confirming an Israeli tank had accidentally fired and hit an Egyptian position. This comes amid calls for ceasefire so that substantial aid can be delivered to Gaza, where Hamas's health ministry says at least 4,600 people have been killed and over 14,000 wounded since Israeli airstrikes began following Hamas's October attacks on Israel. 
head of mission for Doctors Without Borders, Leo Carl, says that medical supplies, including painkillers, are in short supply, with around 70% of the primary healthcare clinics in the area closed. It's a drop in the ocean, and the only positive thing to this is just that the border have opened for a very short time. But apart from that, the supply that came in is uh, is uh, is almost nothing. I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but it's, it's, it's nothing compared to the needs. Finance Minister, Minister Kati Gallagher says while it is important to support new families in Australia, the government needs to be mindful of not creating imbalances in the federal budget. It comes as the Women's Economic Equality Task Force prepares to hand down its final report today, which makes seven recommendations as part of a 10-year plan to reduce economic gender inequality in Australia. The report has called for the immediate establishment of universal child care and recommended an extension of the parental leave scheme to 52 weeks, as well as covering super payments for parents on leave. Ms. Gallagher has told the ABC that while the government will respond to many of the recommendations, it does not yet have enough room in the budget to include super in paid parental leave payments. Women are retiring with a lot less income as well, and so how we can make sure we're maximising women's incomes through their lifespan and their career span, um, the more we can ensure women you know, retire with dignity and super is part of that. It's not the only thing, but it's definitely part of it. And, you know, this is certainly on the government's table at the moment. Petrol prices have jumped by more than 7% in the three months to September, increasing pressure on Australian households grappling with a cost-of-living crisis. The Federal Treasury expects the increase to add a quarter of a percentage point to inflation for the September quarter in the latest consumer price index figures to be released later this week. The conflicts between Israel and Hamas in the Middle East is also expected to further raise global oil prices but will not be captured in the September inflation data. The figures from the Australian Bureau of Statistics will be scrutinised ahead of the Reserve Bank's interest rate meeting on Wednesday. A new report has found the cost of food is the chief contributor to food to food insecurity in Australia, with almost half the population feeling anxious about going hungry. This year's Food Bank Hunger Report reveals 48% of the general population feels anxious for or struggles to consistently access adequate food. The report says 3.7 million household households experienced food insecurity in the last 12 months, with which is a 3% increase on last year. Food Bank Australia CEO Brianna Casey says the cost of living crisis is so severe that having a job no longer provides a guarantee against going hungry. We know that we are seeing people who are younger. We know we are seeing people who are employed. A job is no longer a defence or a shield against food insecurity and it's presenting Food Bank with some really big challenges in terms of meeting the demand for food relief but also having to change the way that we can reach communities, given that we are now dealing with so many young professionals. Australia's Commonwealth Games Chief will once again face an inquiry into Victoria's scrapping of the 2026 event. Commonwealth Games Australia Chief Executive Greg Phillips is to appear for a third time today at the Victorian Parliamentary Inquiry amid his hunt for a replacement host.
Victoria cancelled the games due to be held across regional areas in July, citing its original estimated cost blowing out from $2.6 billion to up to $7 billion. The state government has since agreed to pay organizers $380 million in compensation, with Mr. Phillips suggesting a scaled-down games and delay to the next edition until 2027 to give any potential host more time to prepare. A new app has been released which allows Australians to understand the bushfire risk risk posed to their properties, make positive changes and be better prepared for bushfire season. The Bushfire Resilience app is the world's first tool to assess the bushfire risk to an individual building and has been developed with funding from the federal government in response to the Black Sunday bushfires in 2019. The app, which was created by the not-for-profit Resilient Building Council, combines user-provided information about a house and data gathered about the local environment and current climate to make recommendations about bushfire-resilient changes. CEO and founder of the Resilient Building Council, Kate Cotta, says low-cost measures can make a considerable difference, with this summer expected to see some of the worst fires since 2019. The app is really easy to use. It takes about 20 minutes to complete. Um, Households get a a report that tells them specifically for their individual home and their individual risks what their rating is, what it could be, and what actions that they could take that are specific to their home to improve its resilience. And to sport in soccer, Matilda's Samka, Steph Catley and Caitlin Ford have all enjoyed wins in the latest round of the England's Women's Super League. Mackenzie Arnold's West Ham have also earned a last gasp point against Liverpool as Carr provided two assists as her Chelsea side came from behind to beat Brighton four goals to two. Chelsea have moved joint point, joint top with Manchester City on the league table while Ketley and Ford's side Arsenal have beaten Bristol City 2-1 to go seventh. West Ham equalised with Liverpool in the 95th minute to go 1-1 after the Reds went ahead in the 53rd 56th minute and now sit behind Arsenal at 8th. And now having a look at the weather around the country, Brome partly cloudy 31, Perth mostly sunny 22, Adelaide much the same 25, Melbourne sunny 19, Hobart light shower and 19 degrees, Albury Wodonga partly cloudy 19, Canberra mostly sunny 24, Wollongong sunny 24, Sydney much the same 26, Newcastle sunny 28, Brisbane partly cloudy 32, Townsville sunny 29, Keynes sunny 32, Alice Springs much the same 38, Darwin a possible shower and a top of 34, and the Torres Strait Islands a partly cloudy day and a top of 29 degrees. And that is NITV Radio News. Thank <laughs> you.